Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the podcast today. Brian Del Turco here. Thanks for connecting on Jesus Smart, the podcast, episode 194. This is a Godspeed episode, tight but right. You be the judge. What's the theme today? Good things come through groaning. Yes, my friend. Tagline, embrace the potential of good groaning. Let's get right to that. First, let me mention you can catch all of the Godspeed episodes, these short and tight episodes at JesusSmart.com. Godspeed. You can binge listen, catch up. They're all about 10 minutes in length. Let's get right to the content. I've read Psalm 5 many times in my life. King David wrote it. Hundreds, probably four digits. I don't know, several thousands of times. The one thing I really appreciate about the Word of God is that it's extra-dimensional, it's extraordinary, it's supernatural literature inspired by the breath of God. Mine it for its riches. It will keep revealing to you. And what's so powerful about the written Word of God is when the living Word, Jesus himself, comes to you with a saying to you or a present to the moment speaking to you via the written Word the living word and the written word, or the living logos and the written logos. I love it when that happens. And my belief, my friend, is if you present yourself to the Lord consistently via his word, he always honors his word. Well, something the other day flared up a new, maybe even a re-emphasized meaning in Psalm 5, 1 to 3. Let me just read verse one. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Verse two, heed the sound of my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray. Verse three, in the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. Order, not like in bossing God around, but like in arranging or setting in order. Back to verse one, consider my groaning. This is the New American Standard. I love this word. The Amplified renders it as consider my groaning and sighing. The ESV says consider my groaning. The NLT, New Living Translation, pay attention to my groaning. The NIV says consider my lament. And the King James and New King James render it as consider my meditation. Well, if you just look at this Hebrew word here, it does mean muse, meditation, murmuring, even an utterance like under your breath. I think the Bible translators are after something when they translate it as groaning. And how is this groaning? What are we groaning about? And how do we express that groaning? Well, in Romans 8, Paul says in verses 22 and 23 that the whole creation is groaning and suffering the pains of childbirth together until now. And not only that, but also we ourselves, having the first fruits of the Holy Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves as we're waiting eagerly for the future. And there's something we can do with that groaning in Romans 8. We can take it to prayer. And we'll get back to Psalms 5. That's what David does in verse 2. In Romans 8, 26, just drop down a few verses. The Spirit understands and helps us in our weakness. We don't know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And God is searching our hearts. 
He knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Verse 27, the Spirit is interceding for the saints according to the will of God. And then that famous verse in verse 28, please remember the context in which it appears, the context of groaning and prayer and partnering with the Holy Spirit in prayer. We know that God then causes, well, I added the word then, but I I think that's what it means. We know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. The groaning is because you are standing in the gap between what is and what will be. Just as creation is in a a gap right now between paradise lost and paradise restored, and all of creation is eagerly waiting to enter into the liberty of the daughters and sons of God, when Jesus comes and the kingdom comes in his fullness, we live in the light of that, the potential of that right now. The groaning is because we are between what is and what will be. It's sort of an intercessory or an intercessor capacity in that tension that we feel and that groaning are seeds of design and destiny. Even as we feel that tension and we feel that groaning, And as Peter says, we're eagerly looking for the new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. There's something in the DNA of the Christ follower that's coded for that. It's future orientated. So we carry that groaning until that comes. We stand between what is paradise loss and what will be paradise restored. Just as we stand in that macro space, so even in our lives now, There are things that want to happen from the Father's heart. His will wants to be done on the earth. There are things that need to happen that need to be loosed, to use the language of Jesus in Matthew 16 with the keys of the kingdom. And there are things that need to stop or bind, again, to use that language of Jesus. We carry this groaning with the gladness of, of the Lord. David in Psalms 5 says, God, consider my groaning. Consider what's going on on the inside of me. You've placed within me this orientation, these seeds of destiny and design, and I'm carrying this groaning. I want to say it's a beautiful groaning because there's such hope. In verse 2, he says, hear the sound of my cry for help. There it is. We express the groaning through the cry to the Lord, for to you I will pray. And in the morning, verse 3, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you. It's a Hebrew word which was used to describe the priestly function, which on a daily basis, they would arrange and set in order the priestly sacrifice to the Lord. It's really the language of sacrifice. So as we approach the Lord consistently, It's as if we are arranging a sacrifice of prayer and crying out to the Lord, and we're beginning to eagerly watch. We know this precedent in the scriptures is that when a sacrifice pleases the Lord, what happens? He falls on it in his presence and in his power. So the encouragement is to be consistent in prayer, cry out to the Lord, express that groaning promises that you're believing for. It could be pain points that need to be resolved. 
It could be faith aspirations, which need to be acquired and possessed and experienced that the Lord has placed before you. Ultimately, in the macro, it's the new heavens and the new earth, all of this groaning that's going on in the earth, in creation itself, and we carry it as well. There's that macro fulfillment of the fullness of the kingdom, but all along the way, we taste the powers of the age to come. There are many horizons that the Lord has set before us, promises, things that he wants to bring now in your life, through your life, into the world at large around you. I hope you're encouraged by this. The power of groaning, embracing the potential of good groaning and good things come through groaning. So what are you groaning about, my friend? What are those pain points and faith aspirations? Can I encourage you to embrace the discomfort of it? You will receive the comfort of God as you enter in to the very groaning that God himself is carrying until all things are put to right. We enter into that groaning of the Holy Spirit. Write some of those leading things down in your journal or an app on your device and keep circling back to these edges in worship, prayer, and proclamation. You know what? You'll feel better even in the midst of the groaning. You'll feel better and you'll sense that momentum in the spirit is building and the needle is moving. Father, in Jesus' name, we present ourselves to you. We enter into authentic groaning that you carry for promises to be realized, for destiny to be fulfilled, for design to be downloaded into the earth. We receive the comfort and strength of God in the midst of groaning, and we vent and express and cry out and pray and worship and proclaim, and we give expression to that groaning back to you. And we thank you that good things are on the way. We thank you now. We praise you in Jesus' name. Well, again, jesusmart.com slash Godspeed. You can catch up on all of these tight Godspeed episodes. Would you share this with one or two of your friends? It's the most powerful syndication. Jesus knows how everything works best right here, right now.